The Dad presents episode 62. It all starts right now. And my fart my farts are different now. I'm not sure if it's related, but my farts are different. Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number 62. I'm still here, folks, and I know it's getting tough because uh, all sorts of things are getting tight, and we're going to talk all about it, all, all about it. But with me, as usual, is Jay Maddie. What's going on? How you doing, B? Where's our Man, girl Rose? Where's she at? She, you know what? She is getting ready for whatever uh, the world holds for us over these next several weeks. Um, folks, you know, we're in California, and you guys have been watching the news. A lot has been going on in terms of our ability to leave our own homes <laughs> because of this virus, unfortunately. So, so um, we're not together right now. Did you did you say that? I, I was about to, but thank you for uh, stepping all <laughs> over me once again. <laughs> but yeah, um, through the magic of technology, uh, Jay Maddie is at his wonderful home somewhere else in California, and I'm here because we, we believe in keeping it safe, folks. So I didn't want to infect Jay Maddie any more infected than he already is. And he didn't want to infect me. So, and, and Miss Rose is out fighting the zombie apocalypse for all of us. Loading up as we speak on ammo, guns, and what have you. Uh, she will be back with a story to tell, I'm sure. But uh, uh, it's tough, man. This is uh, no one in my age group, in our age group, has experienced this before, where you basically are told not to leave your house um, in a nice way, <laughs> but still, please yeah. don't leave. So you don't want to infect anybody. Um, it's getting what's wild. going on? Yeah, what's what's going on on your end, Matt? I'm totally delirious and in shock okay. still. But go right so, ahead. So you know, there's lots of serious things going around. I thought I thought I'd bring up something fun, and this went around on Facebook today, and in, in my little in our little group. So mm-hmm. I, I want to throw it out there. So you remember sure. back in the '90s, there was like a there was like a hot minute when when HIV was was out, and then yes. you know you'd be out at a party, and you might have to think twice about whether or not you were going to sleep with a girl, like whether or not she was worth that risk. You know what I mean? Like, I, never thought to, right? I never thought twice about it. No, you never, <laughs> never once? That never once crossed your mind? Is this well, girl yeah, worth you, the risk of HIV? Yeah. Like, after you yeah, found you, out about you magic? You had to bag up. Yeah. yeah you had to bag up. Yeah, the yeah, OPP yeah. song, all that other stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Well, I feel like we're, I feel like kids are probably back in that right now. Like, like sure. who is coronavirus <laughs> worthy? Worthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, 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 um, out at the beach, or I guess they can't even go to the beach anymore. That that's been locked down. But you meet somebody mm-hmm. on Tinder, let's say, and um, are they worthy of running that risk or not? You know what I mean, like, man. I you know you you always bring something new to the show there, Maddie. Because I'm not even. I'm just thinking about the fact that I've not been left my house in six days. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I've well, been thinking about. My, my <laughs> wife came back from the hospital today. You know, she's a, she's a warrior. She's yes, a, she's, yes, she's a yes. nurse. And shout out to all the nurses. You know, doing God doing bless God's them. work for us. But uh, sure. it's brave. She's in a hospital. There's people infected. They're walking around with masks on. She comes mm-hmm. home, and you know. A little, little nervous about kissing her. I gotta say, you know I had to think. Well, is she coronavirus worthy? <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a mess, man. Um, it, it you know it started out very slowly with hey, you know this virus thing is going around, and then it was like hey, they may close the school for a minute, and now 
I have very little hope that my child is going back to school this year. Oh no, they're not. Um, yeah, they're, they're school, not. School's yeah. done. I yeah. I told you I pulled my kids out of school before they shut down the school, and I I knew it, it was coming to an end. They're they're not going to send it back as soon as they made that announcement that mm-hmm. you should not congregate in groups of more than fifty people. Oh, that right. Was and they said, but this excludes schools. Now, I mean, come on. Yeah. How, how yeah, does that, that make was, I, any sense? Either 50 people is safe mm-hmm. or it's not. It's not like the schools have magic superpowers. So, no. yeah, I knew I knew well, it was over. It's over. No, and I, when I dropped her off, I guess what did become her last day, I knew that was going to be her last day of school because they, they were talking about it in the paper, like shut down imminent. And I was like, well, this is probably her last day. Yeah. And I turned out to be right. How's that homeschooling yeah. going? You know, very organized school, I, I got to say. They they got this computer thing going. They're logging in with the teacher. They're talking to the teacher. They're in the group chat. They're doing their lessons. They have an actual schedule where she breaks for recess and breaks for lunch. Oh, and, really? Yeah, no, they've been on their shit. And, oh, and wow. That, I mean, and as usual, I have no complaints with my child's school. She, they, they are usually right on it. They were right on it with this. Um... Just yeah, a schedule. She's fancy private yeah. school stuff going on. They just not a private they just, school. They turned our school. poor peasant children loose, man. <laughs> they got nothing. They're just here. Yeah. And, like we give them. Okay, today uh, draw a map of your room. That's your homework. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. got work to do. I can't be. I can't be supervising my children to do schoolwork. And and they. Uh, you got you got a cat over there. What's going on, man? As usual, I th- I close the door and this door doesn't. <laughs> doesn't close right so naturally the cat jumps in the the conversation and you guys have heard the cat before yeah, zoe will pop times. in you think you'd be prepared for that by now I, I i didn't i heard the the i i i thought i closed it i apparently did not but i think she's walking away from me now hopefully she stays away but we'll see all right hey why don't, why don't we roll into parenting questions here that's a really good time uh, all right. to give me an opportunity to get rid of this cat. All right. <laughs> but, all right. but go ahead. I'm going to sit right here. Go all ahead. All right. Here goes question number one. This is from Jim in Alhambra. And Alhambra is out our way somewhere. I think uh, it's along the 10 freeway, if I'm not mistaken. Some, somewhere around there. That makes sense. I He's, think that is correct there, Matty. He says, this quarantine is like summer vacation without the summer weather or the vacation part. <laughs> <laughs> he says, my family's already getting on each other's nerves. I have, oh, yeah. I have three young boys. They all poop with the door open, and it's nice. driving me nuts. It's getting on my last nerve. How mm. do you deal with this problem as a parent, and what problems are you facing having your kids home? And this is Jim in Alhambra, correct? Yes. Okay, Jim, I, you are very timely, Jim. I got to tell you. I am dealing with the same thing at this moment. <laughs> we just had, too. yeah, at this very moment, um, we have a child who... Is, has gotten more particular. She's gotten a little spoiled in what she eats. And that's partly my fault because I like to eat what I like to eat. So I want her to eat what she wants to eat. So since we've been home, she's gotten any kind of request. Can we go to Tommy Burgers? And if you guys are in the California area, you know about Tommy Burger. But can we go to Chick-fil-A? Can we, and we're trying to explain to her, like, hey, this is a different situation. We got to eat a bunch of home food right now. We got we went to the store, got a bunch of stuff. My wife cooked. She's great. Got is that what you call yeah. it? Home food? Home food. Home, home meals, <laughs> home cooking, so whatever you see now, you call it home food? Yeah, it's home food. It's not just home dinner, cooking. it's home food. It's home, <laughs> oh yeah, home food. So, okay. you know, so we just sat down to eat just moments ago. And it's, you know, just the same argument for the last six days. 
I don't want to eat this. Okay, well, you got to eat something, sweetie. Got to eat something. Okay, well, I don't. I still don't want to eat it. And so ultimately, she frustrates you to a point where you just say, you know what? Don't eat. Go get up from the table. Go somewhere else. I'm tired of hearing about it. And that's it. Uh, Jim, we're going to have to get through all of this together. Um, it's an un, unideal or not ideal situation. Can something be unideal, I guess? Not ideal, I guess is what you say. It's not an ideal situation, Jim. And they're learning as you're learning because both of you have never been through this before, more than likely, unless you're in, you know, grew up in a hurricane or tight to tornado or whatever. So you're going to have to take your sort of parenting principles to a new level and try to understand at the same time that they're stir crazy. They've been locked up. It's like if you are like we are for six days, they've had nothing to do, very little interaction, can't eat what they want to eat, all this other stuff. And on top of it, they're kids, so they don't know what's going on. So you have to be patient, but you also have to put your foot down, which I believe my wife, I heard my wife doing upstairs just moments ago. <laughs> so, yeah. so when I return upstairs, it may be a whole different scene <laughs> of what, what I left before I came down here. Yeah. But just you, stay at it, it, it and understand that it's different. You got to be patient with your kids. Like, uh, you're getting frustrated, right? You specifically, B, you're getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated. Yes. People are getting fr- yes. frustrated. You get cooped up, right? We're cooped up in the house. Mm-hmm. You get frustrated. Sure. Your kids are getting frustrated. And these and these guys are little bundles of energy. So oh, God. They're, get, yeah. they're getting frustrated. You got to be a little bit patient with them. Up until today, I've been taking my kids to the beach every day to blow off some energy, but uh, I don't, I don't think now, that's going to be allowed yeah. anymore. So no. we got to come up with different strategies. But, mm-hmm. okay, so all that said, Jim specifically asked the question. He said, his boys poop with the door open, and it's driving me nuts. Now, <laughs> I, I happen to be an expert in this particular question because I have two boys, and I'm three. I got two, but they, they also are pigs, and they also used to poop with the door open. And yeah. we would yell at them. We would complain. We'd tell them it stinks, this, that, and the other thing. Nothing works. Mm-hmm. They don't care because kid, kids, you know, kids are inherently selfish. They're caught up in their own little world. Sure. So what I did, and this is much like my potty training method, I fixed it in one day. You j- I just mm-hmm. got severe. I told them that the next time they did that, there would be severe consequences. They did it. So the next time I had to poop, I made them both come in the bathroom, yeah. and I made them watch me. And they were not allowed to break eye contact or else they had to go immediately to bed. Mm, and, yeah. and that solved the problem. They have not been pooping with the door open after that. Tough love by Jay Maddie. That's once right. Again. I mean, once again prevails. Because kids, kids are a little bit selfish. They're not bad yes. people. They're just, they're no. just you know, there's, there's something with children where up until a certain age, they can't even really understand the concept of of somebody other else beings. yes of yes. another being like that sure. like they imagine like their mother when they're at school their mother just kind of freezes in place like she does not exist outside of them she doesn't have her <laughs> own life so no. it's not that they're being inconsiderate on purpose when they're shitting with the door open it's just that it doesn't <laughs> cross their mind so you got to show them you got to show them why it's gross and why it's inconsiderate yes. Make mm-hmm. them go in the bathroom, make them stare at you, make them watch you take a shit and take it all in. And that'll solve the problem. Yeah. Good. I like that, Maddie. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a you. good answer. Thank but, you. but Jim, be patient because we're all going through it at the same time and it's just tough. That, that's all I can say. And it's going to get tougher. We, we might be at yeah, this for oh. a while. <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay. We got oh, question boy. number two. I got Ed in Seattle. 
Hey. Now, it's, I think it's the first time we got a Seattle person from the great Northwest. Yeah, and Seattle's kind of the epicenter of this in America right now. Yes, that's right. Washington State. That's now, right. when I hear Ed in Seattle, the first thing I think of is my boy, Eddie Vedder. Now, I doubt okay. that's Eddie Vedder, but if it's Eddie Vedder listening to this program, you just made, definitely made my life. It is definitely Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, here's the problem. We thought, yeah. we thought Rose was coming. Rose, Rose is now not here. So yeah. he says, this question is for everyone, but mostly Rose. Uh, he says, okay. my new girlfriend told me to stop wearing deodorant. I've worn deodorant every day since puberty. She yeah. says that men should smell like men. No. Now, I'm, I'm, I've stopped wearing <laughs> deodorant for her, yeah. but it makes me feel uh, gross. Is this sure. normal? Should I be worried? Do you, Rose, like a man who smells like a man? And what exactly does that mean? I'll be Rose. Okay. Um, I, I <laughs> don't, like don't do that. Okay, I won't be Rose. Um, I man, you get okay. I always have this theory, and I've, I've mentioned a couple of shows. It's the eighty twenty rule, and people have different theories as to what eighty twenty means. What it means to me is, if you're in a relationship and you're a male, eighty percent of the time you're probably going to lose an argument. It's just sort of the way things go. You're going to lose about eighty, which is fine, and you should be accept. You should accept that, okay? The 20% is the most important because if they begin to dig into your 20%, the relation essentially is over. You're not in a relationship anymore. You are now in a dictatorship, and this person is telling you what to do, what to wear, what to eat, all this other sure. stuff, right? So this is part of your 20% there, Ed or Eddie or whatever you want to go by. It's part of your 20%. You have established yourself as someone who likes to smell a certain way and dress a certain way and everything else, but most importantly, smell a certain way over your entire life. And I'm assuming that it's important to you to continue that habit because everyone, well, not everyone. I'm like you, Ed. I like to smell good. I don't like to wear cologne. Deodorant is fine enough for me. Um, but without deodorant, I'm uncomfortable because now I'm wondering, does that guy smell me? Does that girl smell me? Did, did I offend somebody? I forgot to put deodorant on. Do you, Ed? You have to put your foot down and say, this is how I roll. You're now into my 20%. I'm not sacrificing my 20%. I'm giving you 80 because she's probably winning every other argument. And you roll. You, you, you do not give up your deodorant because now you're dressing for her. You're not dressing for you anymore. Yeah, you're but, dressing for her. Nah, I got, I got to cut in because I, I, I completely disagree with you. First of all, your 80-20 your right. rule, I, I like yes. it. It has a nice vibe to it. It sounds like something to yes. go on a T-shirt. And it also sounds a lot like the advice my dad gave me before marriage, which was pick your battles. Sounds kind of like yes. that. Pick your battles. It's right? genius. He's genius, and I'm well, genius, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but 80-20 sounds to me like you're giving up an awful lot. I don't, I don't give up anywhere near 80. No way. But it, it's, just, it's, usually it's 80% of shit you don't really care about. Well, if it's, you don't care about like, it, then sure. That's, that's, yeah. that's like choosing your battles. But I care more, yeah. I care more about uh, the things we get into than, than, than just 20% of it. Anyway, mm -hmm. that said, on this specific question, hygiene... Most most of what men do as far as hygiene and how they dress and, and their appearance, most of it, if not all of it, is done to be attractive to women. Now, your woman... Maybe. Your woman is... What do you mean, maybe? You're, you're maybe, dressing I to mean, impress your boys? No, most, okay. yes. But they're, they're, and you said it right. Most is correct. But there is a fraction of things that you feel comfortable doing. You know, you don't feel comfortable wearing underwear anymore, right? Yeah, but... That's you. Sure. That's your thing. Sure. 
Yeah. So there's a fraction of it that's for you. It's your foundation. Well, it's not so much that I don't feel comfortable. I, I would I would I'd be comfortable wearing them. It's that I don't see the purpose for it and I'm lazy. I'm lazy with that kind of stuff. It's easier but not still your to wear foundation. Them. Like yeah, if I, but if it's I was, part of your thing. Yeah, but if I was dating a woman and that was a breaking point for her, I'd I'd wear the underwear. You know? Yeah. I, I yeah. like not wearing it, it makes me feel kind of sexy. It's easy. It's uh, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. this his girlfriend likes how he smells. He like yeah. she likes it. That mm-hmm. what more do you need than that? Give, give her that. Well, one. this is the thing. She may she may like how he smells, but when he goes to work and has to maintain a job to hopefully well, you're not going to work her, right now. To, <laughs> so <laughs> well, right now he's fine. Yeah. But I'm talking about in non uh, catastrophe life, he has to go to job, make, go somewhere to work, maintain a career, do whatever. Sure. In order to get her nice things and whatever, to, to keep to help maintain the relationship. Right. In but, your everyday life, as separate from her, you have to res- you have to respond to that. Sure. You have to be accountable. Right. But it, depen- it depends. Just how, stink. It depends how stinky Ed is naturally. You know, some of us smell more than others. I'm gonna tell you a story. Yeah. I, I I met a girl in my early 20s. She was like an earthy singer songwriter hippie chick. Yeah. And there was something about Sounds us, hot. our pheromones. We just couldn't be around each other without being all over each other. Like, it, nice. was, it was raw and like animal. And there was something in the scent. There was something in the you got air. pictures or videos or anything? <laughs> but no? there was, just, there was okay. something no in the air. It was, some, it was a, like a scent almost. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember the first time after we, we uh, got down to business, she told yeah. me she loved how manly I smelled. Mm. That's the last time Musk. I ever wore deodorant. That was it. I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. It. I don't. I have not worn deodorant since that day. That's a true story. Now sometimes yeah. I might be a little funky. I shower, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm. I'm ever out there at work stinking up the joint. You know what I mean? Like, well, some you, in, people, in that case, some people don't yeah. eat healthy. Some people, yeah. their natural scent is kind of gross. But if you eat healthy, you exercise, and you're you're fairly um, fairly fit and healthy, your natural scent isn't going to be that bad. Well, let me say this. Your scent sometimes, when you stink, you're often the last person to know because you're around yourself 100% of the time. That's true. So, so you have no sense of relativity. That's you're true. just sort it's of like, like. It's like when you have bad breath. No point of you reference. You never know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. So, Ed, just, you know, keep, keep her happy, but keep in mind that when you're not with her, you're with other people who may be offended by your odor. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Balance it out. Balance out there, Ed. Do do something. But I with say, that. give her that manly smell. She digs you, man. That's and you know, a blessing. I, I, and I don't know if I still have this because I've been married a very long time. But for a while, you know, when you go to the gym and girls first start, like say, that first sweat, that smell of the first sweat used to get me. Like, yeah. the, it's like that first. You know what I mean? Like the not when they've been sweating a long time, but like sure. when it just the first break that's of the, the sweat. The scent of like, a woman. Whoa. There it is. Gino made a whole movie about that. That's, that's jumped, what that is. Yep. Jumped I don't, right on it. I don't like I don't like a woman who smells like a whole bunch of perfume. If 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 a woman's in the room and I can smell her perfume from if if I'm not kissing her, I, yeah. it's too much perfume. Yeah, I don't like a whole lot of smell. It's a, I just want them to smell good and not stink. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. Cl- smell clean. Women exactly. women naturally smell awesome. They're like babies, you know. They just smell good. Like you don't need to cover it up in a bunch of Bunch of chemicals. No, it's natural. Yeah. It's all natural. All right, question yeah. number three. We got Red. I'm assuming that's Red. the nickname. Red from Omaha, Nebraska. It's so much better if it's his real name. Could be. You know. Could be. 
Uh oh, what just happened? Okay, we're good. Never mind. All right. Red from ahead. Omaha says, It's only been a week of quarantine, but what's the silliest thing your family has done to pass the time so far? Oh, man. Um, I, I sent you a picture just probably a few hours back where I, I copied somebody on uh, Twitter where I made my toilet into a face. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> of somebody smoking. I rolled a little uh, magazine up and put it on the oh, lid. Oh, you actually and I got did two- that. Yeah, I did. That oh, was me. Wow. I didn't. I didn't so, know that was a that was an original. That's pretty. So good. I rolled up two, you know, the toilet tissue. <laughs> I had two rolls made in my eyes, and then I put a hat on top of it. You'll probably find it on Twitter. Somebody did it, and I copied them. And then I told them I was like, "Hey, the toilet smoking," and they went in there, and the toilet <laughs> was smoking. It, you know, it's been six days, people. I mean, you're running out of material. Yeah. We went. We watch. We watch different strokes, and I don't know how old you, some of our listeners are, but. You know, uh, the 70s, yeah, 70s, 80s sitcom with Gary Coleman. My daughter, we we always tell her like, hey, what you talking about, Willis? And we had to show her what we were talking about. So we found different strokes and watched it. What you talking Um, about, Willis? We played Uno. You know, I told you guys how I feel about Uno. We played with a mixture of the good rules and the bad rules. But uh, playing Uno and just trying to stay busy, trying to do push-ups whenever I think about it. Um it's you know but that we were we're out of material but I, i'd say the toilet skit today was a pretty good one yeah yeah that's funny yeah. i didn't know you did that yourself that's funny we've got yeah. we i mean we're yeah we're we're in the same spot so today my wife worked up until today mm-hmm. she's been she's been doing homework with the kids because we yeah. don't go to a fancy private school like you we gotta we gotta teach <laughs> it's them ourselves not a private school so, <laughs> so today so today when she was yeah. working and i'm working from home I just yeah. I gave him some tasks and I gave uh, Kyra, a seven year old, I gave him a globe and gave him some tasks to figure out mm-hmm. this place and that place on the gold and write me up a little report. Well, I go yeah. to check up on him and the globe I gave him was up in the top of the tree. <laughs> he, he threw How the fuck? Okay, how did it. he do that? I assume he threw it, <laughs> launched it up in the tree. That's what he decided to do with his little project. He launched the globe up into the tree. My wife, Creative. my wife has already now. I told you, prepare, don't panic. We, we, we've prepared. We've got three mm-hmm. months of food here. We always do. She somehow thinks that might not be enough. She's already started rationing yesterday nice. for breakfast. You know, when, when she makes breakfast, <laughs> she makes pancakes and eggs and, and, and sausage. I want, I'm a man. I want four yeah. healthy pieces of sausage. You know, I, want, you I, I need my meat. You deserve I need it. my protein. That's right. You deserve it. She gave me two pieces. Uh, wouldn't budge mm. and i asked her why just she like said se- we got a just ration. like sex yeah just like sex Un- unreal yeah now no. myself um last night now i've been bored mm. i've been working but cooped up in the house a little bit bored yeah mm-hmm. um i got in the shower and for for no good reason i decided to give myself the baby bird what's the baby bird <laughs> the baby bird i'm no I'm, I'm as clean as a whistle down there dude wait I did the same thing last night. We're like twins. <laughs> I was just about to say. That's funny. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what my son said when I came out. He's like, Daddy, we match now. We're twins. <laughs> Wait a minute, dude. I did the same thing last night because really? I got a boredom. It was because I got, <laughs> this is stupid, man. We got to stop hanging around each other. But no, I got this this back blade, right? You got a The what? back blade, it's, a, it's called a back blade. It costs like 19 bucks. You can buy it online, whatever. Uh-huh. And you use it to shave your back, right? Right. So... I was in the shower and I'm like, let me just see if this black back blade works on everything. Sure. And man, I am when I say I'm clean, yeah. clean as a whistle. Like, oh, yeah. like, like I, I squeak when I walk. It's like <laughs> it's special down there. 
But and guys, let me say this: if if you guys have been quarantined for or self or self or imposed quarantine, and you haven't shaved down there, then you guys are are you're missing out. No, That's, disagree. Guys, Don't do it. That, I'm not you into do it because I'm not into it. I'm itchy. I feel I feel sweaty and musky a little itchy, and sticky. Little itchy, little yeah. itchy, little sticky. That, yeah, that, that but, hair serves a serves a purpose. And my fart my farts are different now. I'm not sure if it's oh, related, yeah, but get, my farts are different. Yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah, but I'm into it. I'm into the whole thing. I, I so got you know. You I gotta can, rock that moving forward. You think? Uh, I usually do, but you see, the thing is, the back blade actually took it all off. Like there's like usually there's a little stubble. Mm-hmm. Took it all off. Yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm like Mr. Clean. You got any razor it's, bumps, it's, any of that nasty nothing. stuff like the ladies get? No? Black black yeah. don't crack, baby. All right. yeah. It's smooth. I got, I got all kinds of, kinds of razor bumps. It, it's, it's not a good situation. <laughs> no, you, you got to go with the grain. I did it with, with a the straight grain. edge. Go, go with the grain. Yeah. Don't go against the grain. Yeah. Don't, and don't do it with a straight yeah, edge. Like, what, what are I you did. doing? Yep. You're going to hurt yourself. Well, <laughs> that's you, you get, <laughs> boredom, man. Boredom. <laughs> get a back blade or get a razor with a guard on it if you're going to go manscaping. That's an, another good tip for All the right. day. Next time from the dad presents. Yeah, Jesus H Christ. But I mean, oh, we've we've been doing edge, lots yeah. of we've been doing lots of stuff. We made our own hand sanitizer because uh, we need That's it, good. and there's yeah. none on the shelf. So we looked up a recipe. We made some hand sanitizer. We've invented mm-hmm. some games. We've for the yeah. most part been having a good time. Um, I regret two weeks ago I tore down the trampoline in the backyard and took it to the uh, dump. We could really use yeah. that right now, but I. I Mm-hmm. I tore it down because I wanted to build a um a uh like a clubhouse back there for the kids, but we could sure. really use that trampoline right now to burn off some energy. Um, yes. But something I think all people are doing, mm-hmm. and uh, we've kind of been talking about this, is people have been panicking a little bit and they've been spending a lot of time on their phone and in social yeah. media and just a mm-hmm. lot of rumors start flying that way. And yeah. No less, no less than six people have sent me text messages stating that they know somebody in the government or the FBI <laughs> and that the government is going to enact martial law on us by yesterday, according to most of these predictions. Yeah. And uh you, no. you had a you had a and all of them, by the way, all of all of these people who sent are all all female and all very attractive. And you had a theory Wait, on good, that that I that I good think save. you should share. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a million years. Come Good on. save. <laughs> you don't want to share but, your theory? No, I, I I gave you one theory for the day: the eighty twenty rule. I'm limited to one a day. All I'm right. contractually well, people, people obligated. Start, stop spreading rumors. It's not good Please. for us. Stop telling yes. people that you know somebody in the government and that uh, there's going to be martial law on the streets. If that was the case, if there was a plan for martial law, that's not that's not going around. That's not going around like that. Things are going to get tight. It's going to be uncomfortable for a while. There's going to be rules, but but uh, let's just keep our heads. Yeah, please keep your heads and remember, like, don't don't overshop, people. That, that's the, that's the thing too. Is that no one has said they're closing grocery stores as of yet. Please do not buy up all the water or the for God's sakes the toilet paper, which I still don't understand. No, but and even yeah. the water. Um, Guys, I know, I know. Like Los Angeles, it's disgusting, but you can drink yeah. the tap water. It is drinkable. Yeah, and if you don't think it's drinkable, boil it. Right, because they're not going to cut off your electricity either. None no. of this stuff is connected to the virus. No. So that's what I would say to right. everyone out there listening. Jesus H. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 a different world, and uh, you know the thing is, I think it's going to be different, even more different 
when we return to what we call normalcy, if that, that even exists anymore. But um, the one thing um, that I've noticed, and it's weird, is that I did not realize how many kids are dependent on school hot lunches to where they have, they've arranged these pickup places for kids to come. Kids who are out of school, obviously, can come and get their hot lunches now because they oh, depend no like uh, other. Yeah, no, it's a big deal. And, you know, uh, you know, you get so wrapped up in your own stuff. A lot of times you have no idea how bad other people have it. And so, you know, just something that's, you know, you try to look at everything as a learning experience. And I think that's the one thing I've or the biggest thing I've learned since this whole thing started was that there are people out there who go to school and you think everybody's going to school for the education. And yes, they are. But they're also going because they're counting on that meal. Well, and that's not very at, sad to say. Not yeah. at your school. <laughs> well, n- <laughs> I won't say at my school, but at other schools. Yeah. Possibly. Yes, yeah. other schools. Yeah. Not so much hey, at my there's school. A, not, there's a, yeah. Here's, here's one of my concerns, and let's definitely not get political or hypothetical, but this is something I think no. about as a, a healthcare worker. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need, you need to practice social distancing and shutting down a lot of activity is necessary to curb the spread of an infectious disease. And it Mm. will, without a doubt, save some lives. But at the same time, shutting down everything as we are is going to, without question, lead to some collateral death. There's going to be a lot of people out of work. It's already happening. Massive layoffs already. And we're in like day Mm -hmm. four of it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people in this country live paycheck to paycheck. There's going to be people losing their health insurance. There's going to be people losing their homes. And while, while you say, well, yeah, but the, the, the value of saving someone's life is more important than, than the economy. Yes, until you realize that the really shitty economy is taking lives. And I just wonder yeah. if, this is, if, if our actions are going to end up costing us more lives than they are saving. And there's really no way to know that. There's no way to know it. And it's one of those things where... Just like you said, people live check to check. We got to live day to day through this thing because nobody. Every now you're at the point where you're he- hearing something different about the virus every day. Just a moment ago online, I heard something that you know it's not the distance so much. It's not the, you know the social distancing. It's not the touching of things or wearing gloves or masks. It's that this thing is airborne. And I was like, okay, well that's the first time I've heard it in that just, just like it's airborne floating around. Yes. They're like, yeah, it's airborne. That's the biggest, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that I mean, it, that's still you still need the social distancing. I mean, it's yeah. airborne, but you you know it doesn't just hang out in the air forever. It, go, it goes mm-hmm. and and it settles. But um, yeah. I'm just very disappointed with how unprepared. Um, you know, I work in healthcare, so I know a lot of healthcare people. Um. Mm-hmm. The hospitals around here are just, they're not prepared the way they should be. And they're not on the same page. They don't, they're not giving a consistent message from one hospital to another. They're, mm-hmm. Some of them are giving out uh, masks to the employees. Some are not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's disappointing. And it shows you how unprepared, how spoiled we are in this country and how soft we've become that we're just, we, you don't think something like that can happen here. So we're completely unprepared for it. No, I, I think everybody, you know, there's a lot of lessons here, but I think people are getting a rude awakening to something that is very real and is on their doorstep. And uh, like I said, when we return to normalcy, I hope we're better for it. I hope we don't go back into, you know, there's this, these uh, things about the environment has improved, uh, you know, pretty significantly in just these four or five days with air pollution and also, 
you know, you never know what to believe online, but the story of, uh, sure people have seen it in Venice, where the fish are now visible because the water's clearer. I don't know how true that is, but that's, you know, you're hearing stories like that. So uh, you just hope for improvement after all this, because you got to figure out if this is going to be worth something. You know, a lot of lives lost, a lot of people sick. You're, you, you're trying to find a silver lining, and I hope that at the end of this, we all are well, better, I think, better people. I, yeah, I think the silver lining is we, we learn about a lot about each other and about our society, and, and we make the necessary changes. Like, if you look back to the last, like, real crisis this country faced, and I'm, I'm not even going to say uh, 9-11, because that was... Um, it wasn't a threat to all of us the way this is. If you go back, yeah. go back to World War II, right? Mm-hmm. Children, basically children, people, you know, 18 to 25, the men went off yeah. to war and the women mm-hmm. left the home and went and worked in the factories because sure. they, had, they had to do it. Here, you know, kids today, they're, 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 they're out in the clubs partying like they had to shut down Miami <laughs> because kids yes. on spring break... <laughs> Oh, are the showing no regard <laughs> for anybody else, um, oh, and I God. think Bless I them. think what I think hopefully what will come out of this is you know there's the expression um, hard times hard times make hard men hard men make yeah. good times good times make soft men soft men make hard times it's like wow. a cyclical thing right that's it's, deep yeah and I I feel like hopefully we will come out of this a little bit tougher and more resilient. Hmm. That that's no. my hope. That's my hope too. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I thought we'd have a little fun. Sure. Um, you know, coronavirus related, but we can make it fun. Um, I'm going to ask Maddie a quick question to pick the bigger asshole in this scenario. Okay. All right. All right. Scenario one: You have a coronavirus patient in Kentucky who refused to uh, get quarantined, so the deputies had to surround his house and force him to basically go into isolation. Okay. So they successfully did that. He's no longer at large. Okay, that's asshole candidate number one. Now, wait a asshole minute. He, he has coronavirus or he's just some Has jag-off? coronavirus. Okay. And he went to the hospital. They told him he had coronavirus. And they wanted to isolate him. He left the hospital against their orders. Mm-hmm. They found him and stationed themselves outside the house and then eventually got him where he needed to get to. Um, asshole candidate number two is a famous name and a famous person we're all familiar with is Mr. O.J. Simpson, mm-hmm. who is now pleading with golf courses nationwide to please stay open during the coronavirus scares. Okay. All right. Or, or <laughs> all right. So if you're asking me who is the bigger asshole, I mean, O.J. killed two people. Yeah, so, he kind of wins so by he, default. He actually. wins, yeah. but if you take O.J. out of it and it's just some yeah. old cranky old guy who wants to golf... Versus uh, patient fucking zero who wants to walk around and spread it around to the rest of us. It's it's yeah. patient zero. Fuck that guy. Yeah, they uh, lock that guy up. What a what a <laughs> what an inconsiderate dick. This is exactly what we're talking about. Like really, he he's he tested positive, and he yeah. he didn't want to isolate. No, refused to. Oh my goodness. And so yeah, the poli- the sheriff's county out in Kentucky. Uh, had to come find him. That should be and a crime in the way, same way it should be a crime. Like if you have, let's say, HIV and you run around practicing unsafe sex and not telling your partners. Same, same, yeah, same thing. it should be. Should be a crime. He, he should, they should charge him, actually. They should. Um, Reckless but, endangerment or something. Mm-hmm. Now, now yeah. OJ and, and the golf thing, here, here's the thing about that. Why, why, why can't they go out and golf? Like, why do we have to go so overboard? Like, they shouldn't be in the clubhouse drinking and eating and socializing, but you're out on a golf course 
by yourself, mm-hmm. so you're not in a foursome. Go out by yourself. That mm-hmm. how is that not safe? How's that any more safe than than locking yourself in the house if you're if you're not interacting with other people? Let the, let them. Yeah, if you're keeping distance, and I mean, and depending on the thing is, I think what's becoming more and more evident: nobody knows what this thing is going to do. Right. So you don't know if it's to you know the threat is airborne or that it's sure. from touching stuff or whatever. So you know, I think they just sure. everything is just a blanket, just like they did today. They kind of did the blanket thing where they said everything, right. Other than you know, very essential, you know, your food, your uh, what is Too it, extreme. your health, Too whatever. Because listen, listen, yeah. we do know. Okay, we don't know enough about this disease, but we do know a lot about isolation. The cruelest mm-hmm. thing you can do to a person is lock them up in isolation. When they really want to punish someone in prison, they put them in isolation. You put someone in isolation for a few months, they start losing their mind. You want to torture mm-hmm. someone and get information out of them, you put them in isolation. Like, we don't have to be this drastic with it. Like, get out and walk the dog. Is that considered yeah. essential? Like, can we, can we, can we uh, go in the backyard and, you know, play catch with our kids? Or can you sit up? Well, yeah. I mean, they... Yeah, today they they were careful to point out that you can get go take a walk and stuff like that. But so in, if you can you take know, a walk, why can't you go play golf? Why can't you play golf? See what I'm Good saying? Good question. Yeah, and you know OJ is probably in Florida, so you know I don't know what what they're planning. Whoever knows what they're planning in Florida, I it's probably going to be the opposite of what everybody else is doing. But uh, he also threw in a thing. He says, you know, if they do close the golf courses. You better open up some in, an insane asylum and get me a bed because <laughs> I know that if I can't play golf, I'm gonna for kill the next two more month, white ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna go crazy. So well, we, if, nobody if, wants yeah. OJ to go crazy. Open those golf no, courses. We please, don't, we yeah, don't oh, want please that. keep the golf courses. Florida, open there's gonna be OJ. blood on your hands if you don't let OJ golf. Yeah, you'll be looking for the instead of the bloody gloves, it'll be the bloody clubs. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. All right. Well, Jay Maddie, I think we're reaching our, our peak time. Is I that it? Done a quick, I got no clock it. over here. How, how much time did we do? Did we give we're people at 43, what they need? Uh, 43.11. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah we, yeah, we gave them what they need. We gave the people what they need again. All right. Always. And we'll be back soon. And we Talk more about this. You got to get this one anywhere. out before morning because, or by morning, because otherwise the whole world might be upside down. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Dad Presents. Keep submitting your questions to us on Messenger at The Dad Presents. Uh, you can find Miss Rose um, out in the streets killing zombies and also <laughs> on Instagram at Miss Rose Ayaya. Um, Don't make fun of a girl's name. It's Ayala. Hello, Ayala. Ayala. Yeah, Ayala. Okay. And uh, we'll be back next week. Oh, next week we got the lead singer of Cold War Kids coming on next Tuesday. So get ready for that. Another fabulous get by by Jay Maddie. Thank you. And, you know, we we do our thing. Even through traumatic times, everybody, we're going to be here. So we'll be back next time soon. Yeah. Yeah. That'll lighten things up, hopefully. And hopefully by the time we talk next, things will be a little better. Maybe there'll be a glimmer of hope out there somewhere. I already miss you, B. I already already miss you. I hope we can get in the same room again. Hope I haven't seen the last of your, your, your pretty pretty face i can't wait to infect you with my bodily fluids um, <laughs> edit that one out please until, until next time take care of your kids take care of yourself take care of your family we'll be back soon you guys be safe Peace. all right <laughs>